Sure, man, there's a countdown. Five, four. Big time story lines. You sure this is right, man? I, I hear echo. Okay. This guy right here, man. I hear a echo already, dude. Okay, it's a little better. Here's welcome back, welcome back, brothers of Raw Sports Talk, episode 161. Thank you for checking us out on Facebook, which I have no idea who's controlling that. Right, check us out on Relism Podcast on Twitter and Relism Sports Talk on TikTok. Hey, I'm ready to hit the behind the scenes. We got all kinds of stuff we're going to add to behind the scenes, but only the patrons can see that. So if you want to support our channel and be like, these people, here they come, here they come, here they come, they coming, 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 I'm coming the wrong way, but I'm coming, baby, I'm coming. If you want to support support our channel like these people, appreciate the $5 a month, that's all we need. I got love for the black mama and all the love for my mama, because on Relative Sports Talk, we talk about sports from Hall of Famers to local talent to the big time storylines. And I'm here, I'm here with Jared, the producer. Which I hope he doesn't fuck up again. But um, whether he's on the scene or behind the scenes, he's keeping that show extra clean. We might be muted, though. I don't fucking know. And Brandon, who's the goat at everything in his mind. But listen, yo, you better listen to him when money's on the line. <laughs> and I'm Terrell, I'm the host with the most, winning all debates, and it ain't even close. Yo, big time storylines. Brandon, 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 what's good? The Bears, the Bears, number one pick is traded already before the NFL draft, so you knew there had to be players involved. So the Bears had the number one pick. They said, what are they going to do, Justin Fields? Are we confident with Justin Fields? So they obviously said yes. So they trade with the Panthers. They move down to number nine. They get a number one and number two this year, a number one next year, and a number two the following year, and DJ Moore. Are you surprised they did this? Or did you think they were going to wait for another team in the top maybe five that might have wanted to move up to position against other teams? I, I mean, I'm sure they fielded other calls, but DJ Moore and two first-round picks, that's a pretty good deal. And two seconds. Because DJ Moore is legit. He's, and Fields, no excuses now, man. I'm with you with that because... People don't realize that DJ Moore has been playing. He kind of was doing things like, I'm not comparing him to D-Hop, but remember when D-Hop was with the Texans? He had quarterbacks carousel up in that month, but he still put up numbers. DJ Moore was doing the same thing. He might not have had the whole touchdowns and everything like other people, but he was producing as far as yardage and everything else. The producer says everything's a go, so now I'm feeling really good. Now we really going to get into it. But here's my question, Brandon. Now with DJ Moore... Chase Claypool from Notre Dame and Mooney with commit from Notre Dame also. And then don't forget about the other St. Brown. He might be a third or fourth wide receiver. With all this package and their running game that they have, could you see Chicago winning the division? I don't know who the running back is. Uh, my Montgomery, I think, and what's his name, the free agent. Yeah, yeah, but they say Montgomery's gonna come back. Division, I don't know. That's a tough division, man. The Lions are coming up, and the Vikings look strong. 
So let me ask you something, producer, real quick. Is it Brandon that I, sometimes I can't hear him, or is it you doing something? Not, not touching it. Okay, I can hear him sometimes. I just want to make sure that it ain't, it ain't us. Yeah, he's cutting everything out over there. Oh, I can hear you real good now, yo. You're hearing it? Yeah, hell yeah. So, since he is the GOAT, and when we say that, it's because he wins a lot. I hear fucking feedback, dude. What did you do, Jerry? I be dogging the producer, even though he knows way more shit than I know about the, about computers and shit. But I hear a little bit of feedback. Touch it. It's when he adjusted it. Oh, so adjust it a little bit lower, Brandon. Whatever you just did. I don't know. Oh, it sounds good now. Anyway, so as a fantasy champion that you are, Brandon, what do you think the fantasy impact's gonna be? Because Justin feels like you said, no excuses now. You got some weapons. You got some things. Of course, they need to make sure the, the offensive line is going to be a little more sturdier. But the fantasy impact, do you think that Fields is going to be able to show off that arm? Because as your brother is a Steeler fan, I used to dog Ben Roethlisberger back in the day saying the running game and the defense is doing things. Ben's going to have to start showing off the arm to show that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. And he did. Do you think Fields is going to have to do the same thing? Well, they got a whole lot of picks. Now, we know the defense needs problems. They need some help, too. But there's a rumor going around that the Kansas City Chiefs free agent, number one star type um, tackle, Chicago is going after him. And I think that's a huge asset to have. He won a ring. He's the number one tackle in the league to protect him. That could be huge if Chicago's going all in on fields. They have to get that. They have to get him from Kansas City, too. I think so. So... You said maybe the division, fantasy is going to do these type of things. On the flip side, the Panthers. Why would the Panthers do that? Because we saw the Panthers try to get Watson. They've tried to get every single body. They've had an XFL quarterback. Cam Newton came back twice. They've had Ghost, Ghost Man, um, Darnold. They've had everybody out there. So why do you think the Panthers made this trade? They must really be Right, right. And we saw him get rid of McCaffrey already. And you went from a rookie into that. Uh, what happened in the second round, didn't he? Who? The second round last year. It's his earbuds. What happened in the second round? What did he say? I don't know. It's his earbuds, though. Oh, they took a quarterback last year. Oh, they did. You're right. They did take a quarterback last year. Matt Corral. Matt Corral. He got hurt or something, right? Dang. So, since you brought that up, Brandon, that's a great, great thing to bring up. There's rumors that they might be trying to do what we thought, well, at least me, I thought Chicago was going to do this and move back twice. Could the Panthers actually move back and get what they need? Now, granted, I still think they're going to go after a quarterback because of the coach you got. I think they're still going to be able to do that. Do you think it's more of a, we're going we're gonna to make this trade to move back and get more assets, or is it they got their eye on somebody particular? I mean, I think they could trade back with like the Colts, yeah, or something, and uh, and still get a quarterback, one of the three. 
Yeah. Because the GM came out, the GM came out and said, now we have over a month to evaluate which one we want. So that could be exactly what's going on. So in your opinion, which one would fit their system the best, the Panthers? We know their defense has got some studs out there, but like you said, lack of weapons. And you also said, you know, behind the scenes that C.J. Stroud has some stud wide receivers to throw to. Not that Alabama has scrub wide receivers, but who do you think would fit the Panthers the best with the, the coach that's the QB whisperer? Okay. I think so too. I think so too. So, do you think that they're thinking about moving back? Houston pick second. I think they'll get Bryce. So, but if they do, they're not going to get Stroud or Young. Yeah, why not? Thanks, Bryce. That's true. That's true. Right. So they got to be wanting to get a quarterback with that pick then. That's true. Why is he cutting in and out, producer? I, I don't know. It's it's something on. His why are you head. Why are you smiling, dude? Is that, <laughs> it's on are you his sure head. nothing you did. <laughs> it's on his head. Yo, I moved away from the. When he's when he's looking straight, I hear it perfect. I think when you move your, I don't know what it is, but I always blame him though because <laughs> I'm always blaming him though. <laughs> it's it's something about those headphones. Every time he starts, he a sentence, them out. It's low, and then it. Okay. No, he's still. You can hear me now, Brandon. Oh, it. You can hear me? Yeah. All right. But see, when he starts to send So as far slow. as the trade goes, who do you think won the trade? <clears throat> Why is that? Because of the assets they get and DJ Moore? Yeah, they get a number one wide receiver. They get two under the three-second rounders. Moved down with eight, uh, eight spots. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. And the way they got their picks set up, if Fields doesn't show up next year or whatever, they can use those as trade bait to move back in to get another quarterback in the next year or two. I agree completely with you, completely with you. So I want to make sure that all your voice is completely clear right now because we're going into your team, the Miami Dolphins. So I want to make sure that you can hear me and I can hear you clearly because big-time things happened. There was rumors going around about Tom Brady coming out of retirement again and Going to the Dolphins. I mean, it was like big news. Like, this wasn't like no, no one person saying that. It was like, yo. And we already know about the whole tampering issue about Brady going there trying to do some different things. So, it has some some legitimacy to it. But now Miami says, you know what? We're going to pick up the fifth-year option. We're going to pay Tua. So, now he's guaranteed to get guaranteed money for the next two years. You happy about that? Cause you are too. You love Tua. You think he's gonna be that guy? Yeah, I mean, when he when he played, I mean, he was great. He was number one at every major stat in the league. Um, Twenty-four million. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, Gino getting fifty-two for a season. 
Yeah. But then, now that contract with Gino is kind of like a Daniel Jones kind of thing. They kind of wiggle out of that. But I see what you're saying, though. Because $23 million, $23 million for a guy that put up the numbers that you said and that the coach adamantly keeps saying fits my scheme and my system perfectly. I don't want to hear about nobody else. I don't want to hear about Lamar. I don't want to hear about nobody else. He fits my scheme. And to have Hill restructure his contract and do different things, I think a lot of people believe in him. You know what I mean? Because before, before this happened, before when the playoffs was going on last year, I was kind of like, yo, I mean, is he going to play again? <laughs> but, I mean, he's got two years to print it, and if he don't do it in two years, we can move on. I mean, that's the thing. So, so like you were talking about before, you were talking about how great – when he was healthy, Miami was scary. They actually even beat Buffalo early in the year. It's one of the first few games in the league of the year. They beat Buffalo. And even in the playoffs, they hung in there with a third-string Skylar Thompson type dude. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So what is your confidence level going in? Because obviously they believe in Tua and think that he's healthy. So what is your confidence level? Do you think that they can win that division? I agree. They got they are gonna lose a lot of pieces, a lot of free agents, a lot of things going on with Buffalo. And you never can count out, you know, the Patriots. Who knows what's gonna happen with them? And then the Jets with all their stuff with the quarterbacks. We got we got all kinds of things going on with them, so who knows? Um but speaking of the Jets, we already know what they did with their flight. They did some Kawhi Leonard trying to fly around, trying to get people, chasing Brett Favre, doing Wrangler commercials. Flying out to meet Aaron Rodgers in California. Is 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 Aaron Rodgers the best fit for the Jets? Because they put all their eggs in one basket pretty much. Because they had Carr there, which I thought would have been a better fit. Less money and everything else. Do you think that he is the best fit for the Jets? I mean, he makes a better fit. Because he's not Yeah, but they can, I mean, they can't really get nobody else to get. So, I don't think it's going to happen. But. You don't think it's going to happen? Okay. Okay, I figured out what Brandon's mic is. So, Brandon, when you first start talking, don't say your comment. Go like this, and then talk. That's what it is, yo. Have you noticed that? Well, that's it's what the I first was initial was talking. His, yes, the first, first initial talk his you first, can't like, hear. Couple words so, if he just like... And then talking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Perfect, because this is big. This is this this is this is huge right now. So you're saying you don't think it's gonna happen. So where do you think Rogers should go then? I think he should go to Oakland or Las Vegas, but it's not gonna happen. Why should he go there, Adams? Oh, so, so it's a biased thing. You don't want him in your division. That's what it is. But you would have took Tom Brady on your team, though, right? Even though you hate him. Huh? See, you got to breathe first before you talk, man. You got to breathe first, then talk. I'll take Brady for you. See, I told you. I told you. I told you, see. He'll be biased against the same, but he'll take oh. them on. I'm the same way. I'd have done that shit, too. <laughs> 
Alright, so here's my thing. Here's my thing. Is the Jets or the Raiders the best option for him to win a title? He has to win now. He, he doesn't have much left. Where's the best place for him to go to try to win a title? Remember, you got to breathe first before you talk. Staying in Green Bay. Because of the weak NFC or what? And, you know, I thought about that too, but I feel like the GM and everybody that came out on the news talking about, and they're done with his, they're done with him, yo. It's over. He's either going to retire or have to go somewhere else. I, I don't think it's possible for him to go back to Green Bay. So we look at the price tag. He's guaranteed 50 plus 50, plus 50 plus million for the next two years. If you're the Jets, you would probably want to extend him another year or two, right? So you're paying all this money for him, and you don't even have a clue if he's going to be there or not be there. But let's say he does be there. If he goes there with the Jets, are they the favorites in the AFC? East? What? Probably. Remember, you got to call first, then talk. You gotta talk like you got the black penis in his mouth. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, then talk. <laughs> then talk. <laughs> so Super Bowl contender with the Jets. Super Bowl contender with the Jets. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a possibility. Okay, okay. So the reason why I'm I'm dogging the Jets about this because I feel like they had Derek Carr there. You could have him cheaper, and he's younger. But even bigger than that, we saw the Ravens give Lamar Jackson the non-exclusive tag, which means he can go out there and look for any deal he wants, and the Ravens either have to match it or they get two first-round picks, right? So with the Jets trade with Rodgers, are they going to have to give up picks too? Oh, yeah. So here's my thing. So if you have to give up picks to get Rodgers and pay over $50 million a year, and you would probably extend them at least one more year. So that's guaranteed at least $157 million and give up the picks. Why wouldn't a team like the Jets go say, hey, I'll offer this to Lamar and give up my two picks to get a younger guy to lead my team? Why, why is nobody talking about that? Look, he did the cough, Jared. Look, the producer, he did the cough. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> they know Lamar wants at least 250 guaranteed, which is ridiculous. I didn't hear that. Did you hear that? 250? I thought it was just 200. Okay. He must have Watson got no more. Okay. For someone who's won one playoff game in his career. For someone who's regressed every year, they don't want to set the market and they know that the Ravens are going to match whatever anyone puts out there. Do you think that the Ravens would match it, though? Ravens outsmarted Lamar and everyone on this. Lamar needs an agent, not a mom. That's why he's going to be playing on the tag or sitting up. And, and so I remember us talking about on the show many times, and I was explicit saying Lamar should not play this year. You, you're at your highest level right now. Do not play. Because if you get hurt, it's going to 
is going to devalue you, period. And what happened? Whether he could have came back in the playoffs or not, it looked like it's even worse because if they thought you could come back and play and you didn't, whether you were injured or not, it looks even worse. So now nobody really wants to do that. So I think they should have never played. Now if he sits out, because now they're saying you're only going to get 30-some million, instead, 32 instead of the 40-some. So they're spitting in your face and everything. Like you said, they outsmarted him. But why won't other teams do something to go get him? It, everything yeah, can't be the guarantee. It's too he, much to give up. It's too much to give up. He has to be, get to a point and say, I'm tired of the Ravens. I want to go somewhere else. I'll take 200 guaranteed, maybe 175 guaranteed, just to get the hell out of there. What do you think, producer? No, I I, I don't think he's going to take that. He probably should, but I don't think he's going to do that. I mean, you got two straight years of being injured. And who the fuck? Who the hell are you, dude? It's, much money. I don't yeah. care what you do in life. You're not worth $200 million. He, I think, exactly. I think this is going to be a humbling, I think this is going to be a humbling experience for him to see that, hey, you have a non-exclusive tag on you and nobody else wants to touch you right now. And you're saying humbling, but I could also look at it as, do you think there's collusion anywhere? Do you think the owners got together and said, Yo, nobody do this because the, the the Browns did some dumb shit messing up our owner, our good old club, and we don't want that to happen anymore. Do you think, Brandon? Because you're a conspiracy theorist, and I love it. I mean, I would do it. If I was the owner, I'd be like, don't offer him shit because it's a ridiculous amount of money to pay somebody. Exactly, because the reason why I say that is because when we're at when we're at <laughs> the NFL Combine and everything, the Ravens are there the whole time talking to owners, and we saw. An hour after they did this to Lamar, we saw the Panthers, who we know is begging for a quarterback, and now they just traded to get their one pick to get one. We saw the Dolphins, who now have shown that they're committed to Tua. And then we got Washington, who is our team, who's always in QB purgatory. We don't have nobody ever. And then the Falcons, who have Desmond Ritter. All of them. They're all coming out saying, we have no interest. When the hell have you ever seen a, a former MVP, 26-year-old quarterback, ever get all this scrutiny saying, we have no interest? It had to be some kind of collusion. But dude. it's got to be the injuries, too. It, Nobody wants to put that kind of money out for an injury-prone quarterback. Be his mom. It's got to be something. It's got to be something. I agree with that. It could The injuries, the agent, and all that. And I think there was a bad look to him not coming back to play for the playoffs. Because I think I think we all looked at him like, dude, you can play. Mm-hmm. And then the last play, the playoff game, he didn't even show up. <laughs> you didn't even show up. You weren't even on the side. <laughs> like you weren't even there. So I think the whole optics of everything looked bad on him. Sometimes you sometimes you think you're bigger than the game, and and it bites you in the ass. We'll see. But I'll tell you what, my Washington Commanders need to bite their ass and go and sign this motherfucker because we. See we ain't got nobody. We ain't got nobody. Period. I'm tired of talking about it. We need him. But here's the thing. Let me throw this out here for both of y'all real quick. So we know the draft is 40, 40 couple days away. And we talk about all these different maneuvers and everything. Right, Brandon? The Texans, who we said, who Lovey Smith screwed them when he was a bear. He took the Bears to the Super Bowl. Screwed them by winning that last game and getting the first pick to get all these damn trades. I got to look over here. 
Uh, no, I'm watching baseball. World Baseball Classic? Yeah, 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 we'll yeah. get yeah. to that. This guy loves baseball. <laughs> anyway, so the Texans, who has the number two pick? They'll probably take whoever the Panthers don't take if it stays that way. But, guys, they also have the number freaking 12 pick in the draft. They've got two and 12. That's your two picks that you could give to the Ravens to get Lamar. Would it be smarter to do that to get Lamar Jackson in the building for the Texans after you lost Watson? Or would it be better to go ahead and get Stroud or the boy from Alabama? What do you think? Nah, I think they should go ahead and draft one of the one of the young Why is that? It's cheaper. Um It's cheaper, but your team your team has nothing. No, I mean you got Robert Woods today. Yeah, you got Robert Woods today. Brandon Cooks wants to leave. I mean who else you got? Damian Pierce. Uh, you do have a that's my whole point about having Lamar. A, a, a new first year head coach, so Who's um, black? So if you don't win it in the first two, three years, he's fired. Yeah, it's some but, weird shit going on with that. I mean, I see what uh, you're saying. It's cheaper. I see what you're saying. But you got Robert Woods cheap. Your linemen are already paid. Damian Pierce still on a rookie contract. I just think the Texans, with all the bitter taste in your mouth with Deshaun Watson. And you say, oh, yeah, Watson's gone. But look what we got now. Lamar Jackson. What do you think, producer? Um, I didn't get to watch them a lot last year, but they were, when I, they were one of, they were the second worst team in the league. When I when I did when I did watch them, it looked like their quarterback was under fire all the time. So I would take some of that money and Mills and, didn't even play every game. Yeah, but I would beef up that offensive line so you can put somebody back there and be able to protect him. I wouldn't spend that kind of money on on a quarterback right now if you can't protect him. I got you, but they got the boy from Miami that they overpaid that was smoking weed at the draft. What's that dude's name? Tun, tunnel, Jeremy tun, Tunsil, Jeremy Tunsil or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So their line's not bad. I mean, Damian Pierce ran well. Their line's not that bad. It just looked like they were under fire every time I watched them. I just... He's not. I just think it's, I think it's interesting that they have this opportunity to do a lot of different things. To do a lot of different things with those two high, high first-round picks. Whether you want to get a, a, a rookie or whatnot, we'll see. But another team, a team that I said that Lamar Jackson should go to long time ago. Long time ago. The Detroit Lions. They have the number 6 and they have the number 18 pick. I think the Detroit Lions, like we were talking about the Bears, that division is kind of... It's teetering, you know, with Aaron Rodgers leaving, it's teetering a little bit. I have no faith in Kirk Cousins. You put Lamar Jackson with all those skillful weapons and the boy from Alabama coming back from off the injury with that team. What do you think? What do you think, Brandon? What do you think? Would you give up the 6-18 and 18 pick to get Lamar in Detroit? If I'm Detroit, I do because I've got stud receivers. i got a running game. i got everything. And they're all young, right? Yeah, Goff played good. I, I, he wasn't terrible. Wasn't terrible. Um, but but uh, Lamar's he, he's a lot different. So yeah, I, I would give up those two picks. If that's all it took. Wait, and you still got to pay Lamar though. You still got to pay Lamar. Yeah, yeah I mean you got to get the money. So maybe get Goff's money off the books. There you go. You're taking Goff's money off. Yeah. So, so you're saying no to the Texans. 
Texans, take your picks. Get the young boy. Build your team. Detroit, take a shot, Detroit. You you ain't won nothing. Detroit, you're irrelevant. You, In my opinion, you had the best. What the fuck happened, dude? What happened to the screen? Didn't touch it. Jared did something. Did dude. not touch it. Are you did still not, there, Brandon? Did not touch it. All right. Did yeah, not touch in my it. opinion, the best running back ever, Barry Sanders. Uh, I mean, people can debate that and argue that or whatever. And then you got you got people like Calvin Johnson. You got people that never got to do anything because their team always was horrible. You come in there with Lamar Jackson, who can just be a dynamic personality for the whole organization. With all those weapons, with the coach that is that everybody's running through walls for, I think Detroit could make a big splash and do that with all these young rookie contracts that they got going on. What do you think? What do you think? I'm sorry, Detroit. I was looking, uh, Detroit, Detroit is to spend I, six and eighteen, dude. They are they are as close to win now mode as I've seen them in recent years. Lamar going there would be uh, a better fit than the Texans. So if Lamar went to Detroit, Brandon, if Lamar went to Detroit with uh, with that, where do they rank? We, of course, the Eagles would be number one. But how far do you go down before you say Detroit might be that next team? Uh, they might be that next team. <laughs> I was going to say that's what I'm saying. So you spend that two hundred million or whatever it's going to take because you're Detroit and you never win. The same reason why Cleveland did that with Deshaun Watson because you're Cleveland and you never win. All we talk about when we talk about Cleveland is Bernie Kosar. Or we talk about the running back fumbling the ball. Or Denver always beating them. All these all these mess-ups and mishaps, right? That's all you talk, talk about when you talk about Cleveland football. Ernest Biner fumbling the ball at the goal line. <laughs> Detroit's the same thing. Detroit And then seeing Matthew Stafford leave and then go with the Super Bowl, it's like, damn. I think that's a huge opportunity, and I think Lamar should take it. Take if he needs to take less to go there and do it. Win a week NFC, he should do it. He should do it. So, looking at different things, the next quarterback, Derek Carr. You checking everything? He's so nervous that he's gonna fuck up, Brandon. <laughs> no, that glitch. Derek me. Carr. Derek Carr was with the Jets. He went to the Jets. I think the Jets screwed up. But he went to the Saints. Do you think that was the per- the best fit for him? I think so. Um, I think something with New York he didn't like. And I'm thinking Rodgers is something he didn't like when he was with him. So, um, yeah, he has a, a good, uh, I think, relationship with one of the coaches in New Orleans. He played for him. Yeah, Dennis Allen. Got, yeah. They got some uh, solid weapons. I don't know about Kamara if he's done or not. So they might have to get running back. But um, I, they're the favorites in that division, probably. He's the best quarterback in the division. Yeah. They're the best team in that division. Yeah. How far are the Saints with Derek Carr right now? We talked about if Lamar went to Detroit. Derek Carr is a Saint. We got the Eagles number one just because they were already in the Super Bowl. How far do you go down with the Saints now? You got the Eagles, you got the Niners, you got yeah, the top four or five. Top four or five. You you agree with that, producer? As far as quarterbacks go, because I remember weeks ago on this show, I said if Derek Carr went to the NFC South, I said either the Panthers or the Saints, he would be a top three QB in the NFC. 
Does anybody agree with me now? Because nobody agreed with me before. Top three QB in the NFC. So we're going Hurts is obviously the best. Hurts would be number one probably, yes. Do you have faith in Cousins to lead them further than Carr leading his team? Yeah, because where's Carr ever led a team? Look where he played at, dude. He has the he has the most comeback wins in the fourth quarter since in the past three years than anybody else in football. What he just said, Dak. How far is Dak ever? Led Dak ain't done nothing but like fumble the ball against umpires butts and shit. I don't know. But we assume that he won't be. Let's say he's not. Let's say he's not in the NFC. Is he top? Is Derek Carr number top three? Stafford better? I think no. I think Stafford. Are you being hard headed, dude? No, dude. The man just won a Super Bowl. With the All Star team. Of course he did. Of course he did. I mean, what did did Derek Carr not have anybody? Derek Carr's never had a top 12 defense, dude. Ever. It is about defense. It is about defense. The past 10 Super Bowl champions have had a top six defense every year. Every year. He's never had a top 12 defense. But he turns the ball over more than like any quarterback I've ever seen. I mean, you know, I mean, we just saw a guy that turned the ball over 15 times and get $160 million in all kinds of I mean, I mean, we can talk about turnovers. Brett Favre leads the league of interceptions. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's stealing money from fucking homeless people and all kinds of shit. I'm just saying, guys, we can talk about this all the time. Dak Prescott, since he came back in week seven, led the NFL interceptions, but we still think that he's so dope and everything. I mean, we can talk about that, Brandon. Let's be realistic. With Derek Carr on the Saints, I feel like he might be. He's finally giving it. He might be. What do you think, producer? He might. It is crazy to think that he might be on that team. On that team. Now, other people might beat him, like, statistically wise. Sure, that might happen. But I'm saying as far as who I think that could go further in the playoffs and things like that, I have more confidence in Derek Carr with the Saints than I do with Kirk Cousins with the Vikings. You know, that's what's crazy about it, yo. That's what's crazy about it. That's why I think the Jets dropped the ball. I think they dropped the ball on the whole thing. And I think the Saints are going to be one of those teams that I thought last year they were supposed to be. But a guy that we were laughing about, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. He got his 160, 80, 80 couple guaranteed. And I think it's good for both sides, Brandon. I think the GM for the Giants is a stud. I think his draft style is great. And the way he maneuvered this contract to cover his ass, and if Daniel Jones turns out to be Josh Allen-like, it could be a super-duper contract for the Giants. You know what I mean? What do you think about it? I think this is why they should have done what we did with Tua and picked that fifth-year option up early. Yes. They would not be paying this much money. Exactly. Um, but I, I guess they had no choice. They did? Because um, who was they going to get? Yeah, you can go after Jimmy G or someone, but... Right. Yeah, they had to do it. They, they had to get a, but They got no money for wide receivers and stuff now, so... Uh, 
We go get to that. We go get to that. You agree? You think you think Daniel Jones? That was a good. They had to do it. The Giants had to do it. Yeah, he. I mean, he just led them to the playoffs, and I mean, they had a decent chance, so they had to pay the man. Jared, listen. I'm me and the saying. producer are both Washington fans, Brandon. And what's the biggest thing about our franchise, other than having scum owners that rape women and do all kinds of bad things and do racist shit? Other than all that shit. No quarterback. We have never got a quarterback. I got a Joe Thousman jersey right there. And and he wasn't even all fucking that, dude. <laughs> I mean, what the hell, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But we can never get a quarterback. Ever. Whatever. So I, I look around the league. We talked about Justin Fields. We had two opportunities to get that motherfucker. Didn't get it. Daniel Jones. We could have got him, but we took rest his soul Haslam. Or Haskins. Haskins from Ohio State. You know what I mean? We've had opportunities. We could have even got David Mills in the third round a few years back. Who's decent? I mean, Jesus. I mean, God. We played Carson Wentz. And this motherfucker makes you wince. Like Chinese. Like, oh my God, this sucking dude sucks ass. You know what I mean? Like, So, when I look at us as an organization with these quarterbacks, and we're never in the mix for anything, and you're telling me, I don't care about collusion. I don't care about anything. Our owner's a piece of shit. Keep being a piece of shit and go overpay for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I mean, what? What other? I mean, what are you gonna do, dude? So it just makes me mad talking about all these quarterbacks who never have one. I don't know. Let me let me breathe for a second. Let me breathe for a second. Yeah, but he was. He's never gonna put you over the top, right? But he. But okay, his first year, Brandon. Be honest. When he first, his rookie year, when he did the things that he did, because I went to his last game against Dallas, we were in the dream seats and I watched it. When he when he was on the field, it looked like, oh my God, this dude could be something. Right. When I look at other quarterbacks we ever had, it's like, okay, he's going to be okay. I mean, <laughs> I hope our defense can hold him up. You know what I mean? I hope Alex Smith went there. I was like, yeah, at least he's solid and maybe our defense can carry us. You know what I mean? Carson Wentz, okay, at least. At least you're better than fucking Taylor Heineke, I guess. Maybe you can help do something. You know what I mean? RG3 gave us something like, we have a chance. It might be slim, but at least we have a chance. Lamar gives us your chance. And sure, one hit, he's out of the league. But at least we had that chance. Had that chance. I mean, the Eagles were one year away from getting rid of Jalen Hurts. The Dolphins were one year away from getting rid of Tua. We talked about it many times on the show about both quarterbacks being like, both of y'all, if y'all don't do it this year, y'all both gone. And now they both did it. And now we're talking about them leading their teams to Super Bowls and everything else. So give us a chance to get anything. That's all I'm saying. But like you said about like you said about Jimmy G, who do you think Jimmy G, where's his best spot for in your opinion? What do you think he should, what team should be going after him? Two teams really. Uh, Vegas definitely should go after him. Um, Why is that? Why is that? They need the veteran. I think he knows McDaniel. Yeah, that was his coordinator. Um, And um, I think the Texans need to go after him. The Texans? Mold Bryce Young or whatever. Let Jimmy play a year, see how it goes. So you think the Texans should get a veteran on the team? As they draft the number one quarterback or rookie quarterback, 
Because it's lack of weapons? Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, at a first-year coach, you know. I got you. What about Lamar Jackson if he went there? Could he Could he do something with that team with lack of weapons? Because Baltimore's got lack of fucking weapons. I mean, Baltimore's got nobody. The GM's coming out like, we've missed on all our damn wide receivers. We suck at getting the wide receivers, making them feel like shit. And they got 35 running backs and all 34 of them getting hurt. I mean. I think he can do about the same. Like maybe win a playoff game, but that's it. I mean, what do you think? What do you think, producer Jimmy G? If you're Jimmy G, where do you think you should go? I think I think Las Vegas is a is a great point. Familiarity. You got a stud running back. You got Jacobs on the tag. Who's going to be there? Their offensive line is not that bad, really. It's probably top. It's probably higher than middle 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 tiers, probably. And you got a tight end that's a stud. Yeah. Uh, no. Jimmy and Jimmy wins. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I just think, I mean, I know it's easy to say this, but you got to f- try to find a winning team to go to. Someone that's already built to win. Uh, Vegas is one of those. I really think that they're on the brink, too, of just busting through, and we talk about them for the next couple years. They could. They could. They could. I agree with that. Would I take him? We're Washington, dude. We'll take. Well, I was happy to fuck about Carson Wentz. <laughs> of course, I would take him. But if I'm Jimmy G, I'm going to the Jets and saying, "Hey, I fuck porno stars. Your guy that you invested in is how he's the milf hunter. I can mold him. He's under a rookie contract. You don't have to pay me this forty million dollars a year." I'm going to walk into your locker room with these young guys, these young stars, and say, I went to a Super Bowl. I went to NFC Championship games. When he plays with a stud defense like he did in Kansas City, he doesn't have to do everything. He has to manage the game. You got Brees Hall at running back. You got tons of wide receivers everywhere. I think the Jets are a perfect fit because He's not going to get paid that much. And if he can mold Zach Wilson into what you thought he was going to be when you drafted him, what, number two in the draft? Then, okay, you did your job for two years. Boom, fifth-year option, Zach Wilson. You're paying him, what, $30 million like to it or whatever? Zach Wilson comes out to be the guy. You got him for the next decade. I think Jimmy G to the Jets is the perfect solution. What do you think? I mean, I think he has a good chance. I don't think Zach Wilson's ever going to be that guy. I don't see it in him. Um, right. But somebody had to see something in him to get the number two pick in the drive. I mean, like, something had to be seen. So, obviously, there's something I mean, there. But then again, Kwame Brown was drafted number one by the GOAT, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It's just wishful thinking, but we keep talking about Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr with the Jets. Because we think the Jets have a team that could do something. We don't know about Aaron Rodgers, if he's going to be all in. We don't know about, well, obviously Derek Carr's gone. I think Jimmy G is that guy that can do those same things. It's going to be interesting to watch and see what's going on. I can't wait to see I can't wait to see it. But another guy that came on later on in the year, he got traded and fucked my fantasy game up and one of my bets. Baker Mayfield on Monday night, who joined the Rams. Who was with Carolina not doing shit? Carolina went through 35 quarterbacks, yo. They make my organization look like we know what we're doing with quarterbacks. 
They had everybody being quarterback. Baker Mayfield did look okay for instances with the Rams. What do you think is going to happen with him, producer? Don't say Washington, he, baby. No, oh, my no, God. No. I think he's he's borderline about to go be on the bench for somebody. Really? Yeah. I I think he looked like good. a backup. Yeah, he's going to be a backup quarterback. Somewhere. Really? Yeah, I, I I just don't know that he's the number one guy anymore. So we talked about so many teams that need quarterbacks, and we remember in the draft we said the Panthers need one. They're probably going to draft one. Houston needs one. They're probably going to draft one. But Brandon said they might get a veteran to help that. The Colts need a quarterback. They're probably going to draft one. That's three already. Seattle's already said that they. The Seattle already said that they probably might, might, because they got a friendly deal with Geno. And then you're looking at the Raiders, who have to figure out something. The Raiders need one. Then number eight's the Falcons, who's got to figure out something. And then you come down to us, we got to figure out something. I just feel like he might get a starting job somewhere. We, I mean, one of those bottom-of-the-barrel kind of guys, teams out there, yeah, sure. Don't say Washington. I'm... Listen, I don't think Washington's looking at quarterbacks right now. I think Sam Howe is who they're going to stick with. I know you don't like it, but I think that's who they're going to stick with. Listen, I'm tired of all these veteran scrubs. We keep getting them because other teams don't want them, and then they come in and nothing happens. When is it our turn to build a quarterback? But here's my thing, though. Here's my thing, Jared. Washington is known for that. We overpay for old motherfuckers that don't do shit. You got a chance to get a 26-year-old dude that's a former MVP that has played with nobody. You put him in there with McLaurin, with Samuel, you know, with, with some running backs out here, with a Chase Chase Young coming back on defense. You know, I feel like with 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 Bienemy, uh, what's the fuck? Bienemy as our offensive coordinator now. I feel like that's an opportunity you have to try. I feel like you have to try that, dude. You just gave Scary Terry his money. I feel like, why are we not doing that? I don't understand it. It drives me crazy. Because, like you said, we always overpay for old motherfuckers. Let's overpay for a young guy that could put us over the top. We have bad, We almost made the playoffs with nobody last year. We were one game out. One game out of, miss, out of the playoffs. I'm not scared of Dallas. The Eagles are going to lose free agents. Darius Slay's on the block right now. I would love to get Darius Slay because we need corners. You know what I mean? Baker Mayfield's also a short quarterback. Derek, I didn't say Baker. I'm saying Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield can be a starter. With us? Yeah, I mean, by lunch. I mean, if if the Rams don't keep him, they're not. Stafford just got, they gave, no, Stafford's, they committed to Stafford. Uh, Baker goes to Tampa Bay. There, oh, here we go. Nobody talked about Tampa Bay. In that weak division, go ahead, Brandon. Well, I mean, tell me, Baker with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I didn't even think about Tampa Bay. I didn't even think about Tampa Bay. I did not. I didn't even think about Tampa Bay. Baker is not a bad quarterback, dude. He's been to an AFC Championship game. He's I didn't even think about Tampa Bay. What about Jimmy G in Tampa Bay? That's it. Hang on. My question is, because I don't know their depth chart. Who's the guy without any quarterback moves there? Who's the guy right now there? Trash, the, Kyle Trash from Florida. Oh yeah. Oh, there's yeah. no competition. A Jimmy G or oh Jimmy G. Jimmy G Jimmy with G Tampa. Tampa. <laughs> 
didn't even think of it. When he brought up Tampa, I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot about Tampa. I forgot about Tampa. Yo, that's interesting, Brandon. You didn't, you didn't fuck my whole head up now with Tampa Bay. I didn't think about it. Because Tampa Bay's got, you got Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Mm. These ain't no scrubs. Yeah, you gonna let Fournette go, but the rookie that the rookie from last year is better than Fournette anyway. Like, whatever. They still keeping some of them stars on defense. They're re- renegotiating some contracts. Running backs are a dime a dozen. But that division is horrible. We're talking about Derek Carr being a top three quarterback because that division sucks. <laughs> that division sucks. Jimmy G. You went Jimmy G. There. I mean, he said Baker. He said he said Baker. Even Baker. Though. I'm sitting there like. Baker and San Fran make them dangerous. Sir. Baker and San Fran. See, and I, just, and I was going to bring up San Francisco. So, so since you brought up San Francisco. I just don't think he's the number one guy anymore. I don't, think he's, I don't think he's a QB1 anymore. All right, so just like Brandon said, Purdy. Nobody even talked about Purdy, right? The 49ers are built that you don't have to be that guy at quarterback. We just talked about Jimmy G not having to do all that extra. Because the team is built, the foundation is built around defense and running the ball. Kyle Shanahan, that offense. Right? I mean, if that were true, then they could have still won that game. They would have, but they had no quarterback. If he didn't get hurt. Well, what did you just say? You don't need a quarterback. Well, I mean, hold on. That's what you just said. You got to be somebody that's not Josh Johnson who played in the USFL, the XFL, 14 teams in the NFL. Come on, dude. <laughs> if that was Baker Mayfield, if that was Baker Mayfield, Purdy got hurt and Baker Mayfield came in, what do you think? You think the game have changed? I, I don't think he's a good decision maker. I, I'm not a big Baker Mayfield and guy. That's, and that's I don't, fair. I don't think he's a good decision maker. So, What about – what? A, let me ask both of y'all because Brandon is a um, Kyler Murray hater. And I understand why. And you are too. He don't like Kyler Murray either. So – too much we talk about we talk about the draft order. The Cardinals pick number three. The Cardinals pick three. If you look at Kyler Murray's contract, which obviously they have re- uh, reservations about putting shit in there, like you got to study, you got to get off the video games. After this year, the money changes and you can get out of that contract. Do you draft somebody at three? Do you draft? Because we talked about there's four stud quarterbacks, right? Let's say. Let's say something happens with one or two, like the Panthers trade their pick, which could happen to go down to like five and maybe whatever, and they get to get either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Would you take one of those two, Brandon, for the Cardinals and say, you know what, you're going to sit behind Kyler for a year. After this money goes for Kyler that year, we're going to let him roll. and we Because he come, he's coming off a horrific injury that usually takes one and a half years to really feel like yourself. You're a midget quarterback, and you're built to run. And if your knee's messed up, and you're not going to be able to run like that, do you do that, Brandon? I, I personally do and try to move Kyler because... To the Redskins, because we suck ass. <laughs> he has not I'll take him. <laughs> 1% he's been in the league. He has not got better at anything in any year. His attitude sucks. I think he's a punk. And you're not going to win with him, so... It's not going to happen because they're paying too much money. But, hey, After this know. year, they it could happen. You're not going to win with Kyler Murray. What do you think, producer? I think Kyler Murray's another flash-in-the-pan quarterback. He's just one of those guys that has a skill set that you don't see, but then you can figure it out pretty easily, and he's beat already. I mean, I mean, the pr- proof is in the pudding. 
Look at what his past three years. The first half of the season, MVP talk. And then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And the guy that was your your coach that got there that said, you know what, get rid of Josh Rosen, get rid of all these guys. I'm drafting my guy number one overall. You get him fired. <laughs> you got him fired. Your number one guy that was in your fan club cheering for you, you get him fired. You must be a little punk-ass bitch. I used to wear a Cardinals hat on the show like, that's going to be my new team. Kind of, yeah, fuck that shit. I couldn't do it. I had to put a diaper on every time I put the hat on. He was crying all the time, and it made me mad. So, could this happen? Could If something happens between one and two, and there's a trade or whatever, and they have a chance to win those two guys, would you be surprised by that? I'd be surprised because I think the Cardinals are going to trade that pick. You think they're going to trade that pick, which is interesting. Yeah. And, and that's... And that, that might be smart if you believe... Because the, the Eagle coach that went there to be the coach now says he believes in Kyler Murray. Well, what else is he supposed to say? What else is he supposed to say? <laughs> and he was a defensive coordinator, wasn't he? He was a defensive guy. So what you supposed to say, dude? You know what I mean? yeah. yeah, he was a defensive guy. The, the offensive guy went to the Colts. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, mean, I don't know, man. So you you spilled it out about Robert Woods. These free agents, people, free agencies going around, the tags going around. Robert Woods signs with the Texans. Cool. Whatever. Solid veteran receiver, whatever. Here's my big thing. The Cowboys didn't freed up $30 million in cap space. Renegotiating deals, flipping some things going on. And I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to get somebody. And then I see Odell Beckham Jr. is having a workout. For any team that wants to come out there, 11 teams show up, and the Cowboys ain't one of them. <laughs> the Cowboys ain't one of them. Cowboys ain't one of them. Brandon said in the group chat, he's talking about Adam Thielen. He got released. Who do you think would be better fit for the Cowboys, Brandon? OBJ or Adam Thielen? Uh, Adam Thielen. Why is that? You got a guy, C.D. Lamb, in the burner on one side. You got Gallup. Less of a distraction, probably cost less. Yep. More, he's more dependable. He's not coming off of three blown ACLs. So. I kind of agree with that. What do you think, producer? Don't say who you want the Cowboys to get, because as we watch the fans, who do you, what do you think? Who do you think should fit better? <laughs> I don't know what you guys were talking about. I was watching this baseball guy. again. You know what? This this is why you can't hear shit be muted, shit be fucked up and shit. Because my producer's out here doing other again. shit going on out here. You know what I'm saying? He watching baseball, <laughs> drinking, messing up shit. I don't even know if y'all can hear me right now because I don't know if he's got I've shit right or like not. I times. have no idea. But anyway. <laughs> what was Brady, the question? Ask me. <laughs> Adam Thielen got released by the Vikings. Yeah. Odell Beckham did a workout. Like and, he's and Dallas didn't show up. And Dallas didn't show yeah. up. 11 other teams did. <clears throat> Who's a better fit for the Cowboys? I got four uh, minutes left on the podcast. Um, on the on the spot. I mean, they already got that big tight end. And he's a free agent, right, though, dude. Free agent. Free free agent. agent. Oh, and Thielen. I mean, that's Thielen. Easy. That's what Brandon yeah. said too. Thielen's easy. And I and I agree with that because we saw what we saw what T. Y. Hilton did with the Cowboys as that veteran guy making plays. Like I think, like Brandon said, the distraction and the money. 
I think Thielen would just be there just to have a chance to win. Yeah. Odell wants to still be the spotlight. But look at the 11 teams real quick while we're going real fast. The Panthers are one of them. We saw DJ Moore's gone. The Cardinals are another one. They're trying to trade D-Hop. The Giants are one of them. They don't have no damn wide receivers. Patriots, Rams, 49ers, Bills, Chiefs, Vikings, Browns, Ravens. What's the best fit? Chiefs. Why is that? For winning wise? I feel like Kadarius Tony's going to be that guy next year. For fantasy purposes, I'm giving y'all a little snippet. Kadarius Tony should be a top around three to four, maybe three wide receiver pit taken. I'm just letting y'all know right now because I win rings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, these I win rings. <laughs> Kadarius Tony should be uh, a. The, the Patriots could be a good fit. I can see the Patriots working. I can see that too, especially if they get Lamar. What do you think? I can see the Giants talking to him. Giants! That's what it is. You go to the Giants on a one-year contract, on a prove-it contract, go back home, there's nobody else, you're going to be the focal point, which he loves. He's fighting nets and shit so the cameras can get on his ass. He's dying hair, wearing jeans on a boat. He's doing all kinds of shit. He wants the camera on him. You go back to the Giants, one-year contract, show your shit, then you get a three-year contract from some scrub organization that stars for attention like Washington and get overpaid. And then, you know what I mean? I agree completely. I think it's the Giants. I think it's the Giants. If you want to win a ring, you go play with Patrick Mahomes on a yeah. cheaper deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go play with him. Or go to the 49ers. If you don't need the ball, go to the 49ers. But I think, I think, I no, think. No, he needs the ball. Yeah, I think the Giants is the clear thing. So listen, real quick, real quick. There's, there's, there's stars on the trading block. Patrick Ramsey, I'm a defensive guy. I love them. I love them. Patrick Ramsey's out there. I think last year was a fluke because I think the Rams gave it up. Everybody, uh, Jalen Ramsey, Patrick Ramsey. I said that shit the other day. One of my many fucking dumbass draft picks, my organization picked, and never amounted to shit. Dude, the Redskins suck. He's fucking Schuler, dude. I can go down the line for quarterbacks that we drafted. And Gus Farrakh. Gus Farrakh. Now I'm not gonna say that about Gus Farrakh because I, I was on this podcast. Oh my God. I I love you, Gus Farrakh. Thank you for letting me on your podcast. Yes, <laughs> yes, Gus Farrakh. But you rammed your head against a goddamn wall and broke your neck. Shut the fuck up, Gus Farrakh. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, where do you think Ramsey should go to win, Brandon? You could use him. Man. You um, can use him. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's a good fit, uh, Miami. I think so too. I, so, uh, is he worried about winning? I think he is, yo, because they doubted him last year. They dogged him last year, and he go to the AFC. Don't say fucking Philly, man, because you that's your second team and shit. That's just for the hey everybody listening on Spotify. We got less than a minute to go. But we still rolling because we elite like that. Check us out. I'm going to re-record this. You'll have part two. Anyway. So I said, go to the Saints. And Lattimore. Yo, him and Lattimore? Malcolm Jenkins just retired? Oh, my God. That weak division? Who are you covering? What Saints? What, what, what Carolina receiver are you covering? What? In Tampa Bay, yeah, you got to cover them, but they ain't got no quarterbacks yet. In Atlanta, who you covering? Drake London? 
Who's throwing in the ball? You're going to become a star again. What you think? Say Washington, because we could use him. But. <laughs> I, know y'all would say Washington would be a good fit, but I think y'all take one in the first round. I think so, too. I think so, too. I hope so, anyway. Uh, All right, the next 